take cap. take a big life-size bingo card put it on the ground yeah yep. put your cat on the card yep and whichever square it poops on yep. that's your triple <laughs> cap done All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Tesco. Gentlemen, I have been thoroughly enjoying the Australian Open tennis. I'm excited for our Fantasy Tennis Podcast. What? What's he doing, Brian? Okay, Since your lack of sleep is really showing up Wait. at this point because we're actually not You doing said Fantasy us. Soccer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought this yeah. was our Fantasy Tennis like, podcast for yeah. a second. Scott's running on 45 minutes of sleep right now. So, you know what? If he struggles and is a little slow this pod, <laughs> that is why. There is it's no – People just, will think that's normal. Yeah, sure. There is yeah. no better player right now for me, for my money, than Jack Sock. Mm, he's on the rise. Andy Murray? He's Andy on the, Murray, well, how's he doing in the tournament? He's doing just I don't want to talk fine. about okay, let's Andy. Just stop okay. this nonsense right now. All right. Now. But I have enjoyed the Australian Open. Sure. Rafael Nadal will win it for the 30th time in a row, probably. Mm, we'll see. I, I don't think he's going to, but it'll be interesting. Bottom line is we have so much soccer to talk about. We have no time to talk about more tennis. So Neither much does anyone else, by the way. <laughs> narrative. So much narrative. This chapter would be juicy this oh, week. And long. It'd be, it'd be longer than a Nathaniel Hawthorne description of the forest. Oh, you know boy. what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, Look at that. Exactly Look at that literary saying. drop. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. Let's get right into the matches from this past weekend. A lot to discuss. A lot that will have implications for your fantasy lineup. We have no doubt. So we will jump right in with the league leaders. You ready for the matches? Sure. Let's Let do it. Let's match them. By the way, all the all the all the segments you've come to know and love are going to be in this episode too. <laughs> Sidebar. All right. <laughs> Chelsea two, Hull nil. No surprise here, except you know we might have overreacted a little bit last week. Diego Costa. See, <laughs> in the lineup, scores a goal alongside it's Gary so Cahill. Annoying. It's so annoying that their disaster recovery worked so well. It's <laughs> right. Am I right or wrong? Like I wanted the I wanted the place to get lit yeah. on fire and burned up, and you know what didn't happen? None of that happened. No, instead Antonio Conte becomes the director of FEMA. You know what happens what? is disaster. Chelsea yeah, yeah. Chelsea diverts a disaster. In America, they're, there's they're, a thing called FEMA. FEMA. So, you understood what I was saying? Federal yeah. Emergency yeah. Management. Oh wow. Association maybe has yeah, something like that. Interesting. I wasn't even going to try to define it. Yeah, well, I probably shouldn't have because uh, I'm not really sure that that's correct. I think the A. <laughs> agriculture? No, no sure. Fact checker. Where is he? Look, Chelsea plays a whole half, nil-nil, and then because of Ryan Mason's fractured skull, wow, there's yeah. a seven-minute delay in the game. So in the seventh minute at the end of the half, Chelsea gets a pass that goes on the ground through all 20 players – Pretty much in the middle of, of Hall's box yeah. happens to fall directly to Diego Costa's feet. Yep. And he pretty much just taps it in. I, like, a there can't life. be many more things more annoying in life. I'm so <laughs> sick of the crap. This narrative could be totally left out. The I two, hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Two yard toe poke, your favorite goal. Oh my gosh, that's a Diego Costa special. He's built a career on two yard toe pokes. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, they, hey, they, they score fantasy points the same as a 20 yard free kick. Yep. 
your top three defenders back to back to being Cahill top three as Pilaqueta and as Pilaqueta and they and, just uh, take turns jumping each other every single second. week. Yeah, I mean you might as Hats well off. own three defenders. I mean I know Diego Costa. I mean obviously he's back, and so if you held on to him, you've just had a little one week blip there, and he's yeah, back in he your lineup scoring a goal. Most, but one you, of the most transferred out players. Well, his price, ever his price dipped going into the week. too. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're oh, gonna yeah. buy him back now, buy him back, buy him back now. I mean, yeah. don't wait any longer because he's this price currently is at ten point three. It was at a ten point five, and so many people sold him. His price dropped. Now, definitely, yeah, be the hundreds time of thousands of people sold him, and you should have because it yeah. looked like his future, his immediate future, was completely in jeopardy. And who knows? There's still a week left in the transfer window. It could still be in jeopardy, I, right? One can only hope and dream. That's all it's pure not, speculation. It's not now, now he's saying, and everyone else is saying, he wants to be there. He's oh, committed yeah. for the title run. What are you going to do? But he, but he probably is. I mean, that's, yeah. that's true, right? He, he is there scoring goals. We, you know, maybe an injury will happen. That's no, off the hall. No Snodgrass. Forever. No Snodgrass to go into the match. Probably forever, though. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's exactly yeah, like, it. He's transferred. You lose, they you lose Ryan Mason to horror yeah. of all the things. Like, yeah. I mean, you knew it was already it looked serious whenever the, you know, you, sit, you hear Clash of Heads. Yeah. You don't, I just don't think you ever really expect skull fracture to be the thing that ends the, it, the clash of it heads. It might be something, and I'm not trying to be uh, add superlative to this, but it might be something that ends his career, unfortunately. I mean, uh, I mean that's to have terrible. something happen like that, you cannot, once that happens, you can never afford another injury like that. Just, yeah. You talk to Peter Check. I mean, that's why he still wears that. And there protective. was a scare a little bit in, the, in that game. Yeah. Head so, gear. I mean,. So then they lose Ryan Mason. Then Curtis Davies leaves at 58 minutes. So you just right away, you're already down to your best. You're already down your your best guy. Yeah. To start. Yeah. They can't get possession. Abel Hernandez. You know, they talked about how frustrated he looked the yeah. entire time. Well, because he didn't get the ball. Yeah. And then, I mean, they just they just played as the best that they possibly could. The most you could say about it is Chelsea's that already going to fight. Yeah, Chelsea's already gonna, is already going to frustrate you. Yeah. So playing like this and having Snodgrass not play and Mason go out and Davies. So I mean, you you literally are hurt everywhere on the field. It's just brutal for them. And you know what? Uh, just just face the facts. They're getting relegated. And uh, Snodgrass, he's yeah. writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. He wants out. Don't even give me a. Hmm. I think. I mean, Snodgrass it, losing him to West Ham or wherever else he might go would be a huge hit. They're playing for Marco Silva, and I at least admire them for that. Look, they'll play for him for two games, and then they'll remember who they are, and then they'll stop. And the, the no- Mike Feeling, the, the Mike novel- Feeling yeah. effect. That's then your seat. Okay. the novelty right. will wear off. Yeah, it, it look. It, it's just an unfortunate thing. Hull is what they are. They're going to get relegated. They're going to pop up and they're going to drop down. It is what yeah. it is. They're out of here. I'm sorry. It sure that's seems just, like that. They're a championship level club. Uh. I think we're at the same spot that we usually are with this. Own Costa if you want. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's changed. Pick Own a defense. Pick a defender if you yeah, want. Or two. I mean, if you want to pay for it. Now listen, you're gonna, you're gonna get paid. That's the one yeah. thing owning a Chelsea defender, they're expensive. But man, you're getting the payoff because they're getting Top the three, right? Yeah, yes. you kinda need one. Absolutely. Of them. All three. 
top three positions are filled by Chelsea defenders. Everyone's been talking about how exciting of a title race this could be. We have a top six league this year, but right now, honestly, we have a top one. So far? It's a top one. I yeah. think, though, everything will be determined in the next three to four weeks. Chelsea have Liverpool and Arsenal and, coming up. And, on well, and then at, at Turf Moor. Turf Moor. <laughs> Don't forget the Fortress. <laughs> Such Turf yeah. Moor. No, oh. At Liverpool, Arsenal, at Burnley, the next three weeks, in my opinion, <laughs> will dictate whether or not Chelsea wins the title. Now, history mm. says, Brian, at this point in the season, with 55 points already in the bank, That's right. like they have, no one has ever not won the title. Correct. Now, going forward, though, at Liverpool, like I said, I said, I think I've said this three times already, <laughs> Arsenal at Burnley, it's crazy how this narrative can change. Scott, I know this weekend we'll get to it. Liverpool didn't have a good result. Arsenal barely got by with a result. Okay, it, it, Tottenham City draw, right? Yeah. So no one United was really draw. picking up many yeah. points. United drew. Uh, Chelsea wins again. And they have an eight-point lead. Seems to be fairly insurmountable. But they still got to play Liverpool at Arsenal. And then they still have United in, in uh, City You know, later on. Okay? I'm just saying, if they're going to stumble, if, that, if their lead is going to diminish, Liverpool beat them this weekend. I'm looking at you, Scott. Get your team together. Yeah. Beat them this weekend. We are all ready. Then we'll now. look at me. I'll get my team ready. We'll get them ready. And then we just got to root on the fortress that is Turf Moor. Look, it could happen. They could drop six points over the next three weeks. It could happen. Just saying. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move it on. All right. Enough Chelsea crap. Tottenham 2, Manchester City 2. There's so much here. So, so much here. Where do you want to start? Match. You got okay. started. Well, let's start with the goal scores. Let's go you with got, the goals. You finally, you got Kevin DeBrana just as we're ready to dump every write him last. Off. R- I was about to write him ready off. To dump I think every we last. already had written him off, right? Well, not. I would like to clarify because I, I listened back again. Okay. I, I know it sounds like we're saying you don't want to own any of these guys because Pep is unpredictable and they are slumping. Mm-hmm. It's not because we're not recognizing that that KDB is an assist machine. I think this week was all about bad goalkeeping, mm. bad decisions. Obviously, the the real story is is listen. Bravo's been bad decision. goalkeeping for but how long? <laughs> in a new segment, we like to call the goalkeeping sweep, the goal sweepy, the goalkeep sweep. There it is. <laughs> Hugo Lloris, five saves. Claudio Bravo, uh, let me check here. Is it on the other page? Hold on, just let me look over here on this thing. I can't seem to find any stats on Claudio Bravo's save. (laughs) Wait a minute, minute. did he have another game? It's because he did not have a save in this game. uh, He had no no saves. Uh, Interesting. Deli Ali remains Goal. on absolute fire. Yep. Yeah. He scored along with Sun for uh, Tottenham. Leroy Sané was the other goal scorer for City uh, alongside KDB. Uh, yeah. The the ghost header from Hugo Lloris looked looked great. The swing and a miss with his head. Hugo How did Lloris. Do that? Hugo Lloris. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, rough night. If it's not for if it's not for Kyle Walker, the story of the game 
is well, two terrible goalkeeping decisions. Listen, as an Arsenal fan, I'm never rooting for Spurs for the most part. I kind of was rooting for Spurs. Number one, just because Pep is so annoying and he's so pompous, and I would love to see. And the other thing is Spurs have kind of been on fire. I mean, they oh, yeah. played amazing last week. Um and honestly, if it wasn't for two goals that Lloris gave them, they would have easily won this game. Easily won this game. That's true. They didn't. They barely got by with a draw. And uh, but listen, Del, Del Ali, fine. His last, his last five games: 15, 14, 15, 6, and six. Yeah, he's on absolute fire. Absolutely on fire. And he is at eight point eight. If he is not bedillion dollars, if he is not in your lineups, I don't know what you're doing. The value, the points per pound you are getting for Del Ali mm. is mind boggling. Nice. Okay. Just saying, get Very him good. in your lineups. And listen, Erickson's good too. Eight point seven. His last five, 10, 2, 11, 10, and two. His is excellent too. I'm not gonna, you know, fight you there if you feel like, you know, Kane Erickson's your preference. He takes free kicks. He takes corners. So he oftentimes is is getting it. Obviously, he's getting it done as well. Um, Kane didn't score, but Kane gets the assist. He gets the, the nice assist for Son. on Son's yep. goal, and his price is up again this week already. Nice. Yep. You said, uh, Dave, that, that Spurs were just a couple of plays away from winning this match. I'll give you a counter-narrative. Uh, I think uh, I think City had the points stolen from them by a couple of shady referee decisions, unfortunately, both affecting Raheem Sterling making runs toward goal. Uh, the first one was the uh, nefarious, oh, his toe touched the ball tackle from Danny Rose, ignoring the fact that his entire upper body was laying on top of Raheem Sterling as he was toe-poking the ball away. So I think that was one penalty that went uncalled in the, I think it was in the first half. I know, but that was a good tackle. No, I think that was a penalty. No, I mean, the... I don't care what the announcers the say. The pundits. You know what? You know what I learned me, this week. You know and what the I defenseman in me, because mm, mm. when I used to play, that was excellent. Excellent defense. If I learned anything this weekend, it's that the announcers don't know the Premier League rules. We need a Mike Pereira at NBC. That's what the, we need. The, a the, rules expert. We, so they we can need go a, to him. I hate like Dr. Joe, but we need a Dr. Joe for the Premier League. Like oh, we need yeah. we need someone who can explain that's, that's a baseball reference, right? Uh Dr. the Dr. Joe? Joe is the Fox uh oh, is Women's right? World okay. Cup bunker guy. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Hope you know, maybe he's still in the bunker. We haven't, we haven't seen much of Dr. Joe lately. Hope, Fox. Hopefully but he's doing well. Hopefully he's okay. Um but honestly he can stay in the bunker. So no, I think I think that's a definite. I mean, it was a it was it was a tackle, um, NFL football tackle. But which no one means but it's a penalty. You didn't have city players complaining about that. Uh, Everyone felt like now the other one, no, the second one. That's the one that is the egregious one, the one that's getting all of the attention. And, and there I will is no excuse defend a little for that. bit of that. That was Kyle Walker, I believe, yes, pushing Raheem Kyle Sterling Walker. from behind, knocking yeah, yeah. him off balance before Sterling could get his shot away. That's the one that's gotten all the attention. Also, an egregious no call. Should have been a penalty kick. It was just as Sterling went into the box. That was a, that was a penalty kick and at least a yellow card waiting to happen for Kyle Walker. Maybe. <laughs> oh, gosh. Listen, I know. Listen, when I'm watching it and I'm thinking to myself, okay, that's crazy. Now, yeah. put yourself in Kyle Walker's in his Boots. Put okay. yourself in Kyle Walker's boots. His flashy 
yellow boots. The only thing he can I'll defend put myself here. In Raheem his Sterling, kit, but not in his boots. Raheem Sterling <laughs> is past Walker on yep. a through ball. Walker is behind him as they enter the box. Mm-hmm. Sterling has one more touch. Walker is within an arm's length distance. Walker gives him a nudge on the shoulder. Now, it is enough. I love your choice of language, as if that makes it better. Well, a nudge, I'm, it, it full extension on the arm. What I'm saying is this: push him forward. If you're anywhere else on the field, and and Walker touches Sterling enough it's in the shoulder, no, 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 it's not. Absolutely, it is. Scott, I'm gonna call that a foul every time. Arm jockeying down the sideline all the time, way harder than that. There's a difference between shoulder to shoulder and a push from behind. Okay, there's guys. There's sometimes guys being being grabbed from behind. As long as you don't grab the jersey, being grabbed from They'll behind. Call that a and foul. It's not, no, they, what you're describing, they will call that a foul. Sometimes anywhere it's a on play on. But my point uh, is this: I don't, I don't agree. This is a listen. Kyle Walker did the absolute most perfect thing he could have done to help his team out in that situation. It was a nudge to get him slightly off, not enough to knock him down or to do anything else. I will I will agree with you that Kyle Walker did the best thing there because obviously it saved his team. It was the most borderline thing he could do and it happened to go in his favor. I'm telling you, when I saw most it borderline. Listen, when I saw it I'm like Okay, that should probably be a card. But here's the thing. There was no results from it. He didn't trip him in the box. The guy didn't fall down. That's my point. Hold on. He doesn't have to dive there because it wasn't enough to knock him over. If he dives, then he's this complete exaggeration. I think Raheem Sterling got penalized for not. Honestly, I don't know how much it affected him. He should have made the he should have finished that play. Oh, it totally affected him. Watch it again. He's entirely off balance. He can't he can't put anything into the shot. He's not entirely off balance. Absolutely he is. He's leaning forward trying to kick it. Oh no. It definitely affected the shot. It was borderline enough so it didn't get called. Kyle Walker. Gets play play of the day. It was the most play perfect the thing day. he could have made. And I get it, though. As a foul. I get anyone else saying that that's 100% foul and a card. I get it. And I can't necessarily say you're wrong. I'm just saying it was so borderline, it could have gone either way. I'm giving my fantasy. What has FA said about it? Has anyone said any, has any official statement come have out? Have you seen anything, Brian? I, I haven't, haven't seen anything Exactly. About it. That's my point. Because they looked at it and they said, hey. Well, first of all, the FA can't do anything if the referee saw it they can't and determined do anything, it wasn't a penalty. I think they can make a statement about saying, hey, you know, no more pushing people from behind as they're running into the box. They're not going to do that. I'm just saying. Listen, that. They're going to, I mean, they might hold it against the referee in terms of how they score his performance. But if he saw it, included it in his post-match report and determined it wasn't a foul, they're not going to. They're not going to take any action on that. They can't. I'm going to give my honorary fantasy half point to Raheem Sterling. I have, you know, not always it's appreciated. It's not to Kyle Walker for being honest? Uh, it's f- for Raheem Sterling for being I honest. I want to hear about that in a second, Brian. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Raheem Sterling was too honest. If he had gone to ground, yeah. he would have forced the referee to either give him a yellow card for simulation or call a penalty. And I think every referee is going to call that a penalty. Probably. So I'm giving my that's honorary a, half that's, point. That's got to be tough to get to Raheem Sterling. It point. is hard to do, but honestly, that's how blatant that. I'm sorry, Dave. That's how blatant uh, that no, was. No, I can't listen. I respect it. I disagree. I, I mean, I sort of agree, but disagree. I mean, I agree I with you that ways. Kyle Walker had made a great play because obviously he got away with it. But I think he got away with something on that play. He it and Rose that, both listen, did during this. Match. In life, there's some great areas. 
that falls in the most which is why of we gray need, areas. This is why we, we need, don't need replay. We need replay and a second referee on the pitch. Fifty Shades of Yellow. Brian, what what did Kyle Walker say? Kyle Walker just in the post match interview just said, "I, you know, I I tried to knock him off his line. I tried to give him, you know, I tried to give him enough to to throw him off, and he didn't finish. Like thankfully, Hugo made the save, and that was it. And then he just kind of." Yeah, Bru- he basically on. brushed it aside, but he did admit that he that he. Oh, he was absolutely trying to yeah, put him off. Yeah, There's but a, not foul. It, it, it's like Robert Huth a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks ago, whenever uh, he admitted that it, it was a that he thought he was going to get called for a penalty and the whistle never blew. Yeah, like he's looking at the Robert Huth said that I can't remember who it was against, but he it was close enough that he he thought it was going to be called a foul in the box, and it, he he said he kind of looked over. At the referee after he made the you know the attempted tackle and, and yeah. there was nothing there was never a whistle. There's another story in this match, and that is well, it was the it was the Deb- it was a late substitution, a debut. Yeah, you have something, was, you have something to tell us about this a debut. Well, is there anything else we need to talk about? With I mean, well, I feel like this before is before we get into to this because I think it's important. Yeah. I'm still not owning Sergio Aguero. He's played four games since he's come back off suspension. Two seven and two two are his points. Listen, he's an amazing player. And his seven is a is a substitute where he a came on the goal. score. It, but his cost at a twelve point eight. There's just so many guys that's producing that are score less. I don't want anything to do with him. Um, again, Sterling. Sterling's not a bad own. No. He's seven point seven, so he's relatively cheap. I think he's going to continue pr- to produce. Although this guy we're about to mention is about to come into the side, and I don't know who that affects. I, it's not going to affect Aguero. Yeah, I have he's a not, question it, about him at affect, the end of this. It's going to affect Sané. Sterling. It's going to affect Sane. It's going to affect Navas and maybe Silva. The guys playing on the wings. That's who it's going to yeah. affect. And I just don't know who that's going to affect yet. So I, w- I again I, for me personally, I'm not going to own Sterling. De Bruyne is probably not going to be coming out of the lineup, so he's going to occupy one of the wings as well. Dave, do you know why you don't know who it's going to affect? Because yeah, because Pep's had more yes more different starting lineups exactly. probably this year than anyone exactly period. Right. Yes. So that's what scares me about City stuff. I will say this: uh, Vertonghen uh, was already out with an injury. Alderweireld goes out with yeah. an injury as well. That kind of cements Kevin Vimmer at playing. Yeah. Although I think Victor Wanyama in this game moved back to center back and played amazingly well. Yeah. I think he, he maybe has been the signing of the season for for Spurs. Is Definitely he's, for he's Spurs. Been fantastic. One of the top three. Wanyama, in the I think, probably goes back and plays. If Alderweireld can't play, I think um, I don't. I mean, it might be Dyer and Vimmer. Yeah. But if they stick with the four three, if they change formations, it'll be different. If they stick with the four three, it could be Wanyama, Dyer, and Vimmer at the back with Walker and Rose still on the outside. But I bring this up to say Spurs' schedule upcoming is pretty good at Sunderland, Middlesbrough, at Liverpool. Obviously, not great, and then Stoke uh, with Vimmer at a four point six. I think you're going to be getting. You have a chance at some clean sheets there. For, you know, for again, for the question is that these defender. injuries reduce their effectiveness defensively. That's the only question. Like, how thin do they need to get before it starts to affect the results? No, and that's a very valid point. And as Hugo, Lloris there's no way Lloris. That's Lloris's worst yeah. game of the year. Because yeah. this is not. Well, it's not the first time this season that people have have questioned. It, the same thing happened earlier in the season where he just looks a little iffy sometimes. Yeah. 
Well, that's right. Uncharacteristically I, I iffy for I him. wouldn't into. I mean, Spurs' defensive record has been the best all season. You said it though just now, Brian. Uncharacteristic. I think that that yeah. says something, and I I think you can trust Larice if you do have him in net. Back to you though, Brian. With um, this, with this guy, yeah, man. this guy who had a most amazing thirty seconds, first thirty seconds of his Premier League career. Right? Yeah. It was this. This guy comes into the game because we'll mention him. Uh, uh, look, I mean, I, at this point, it's not a teaser anymore. It's going to be a how to say it at this point. Yeah, Correct that's what we're going to We can do, let him. This guy comes into the game <laughs> in the first 30 seconds, almost has an assist, almost scores, yep. scores, but gets called back because of an offside. That's right. Yeah. Pretty much in the first 30 seconds of him coming into the game, it was bananas. It was perfect. All that setting up, Brian, this guy. Yeah, well, we need, you're going to need to put the music behind this. I'm really excited because you get a choice of music today. I get to choose? Yeah. You can okay. either you can either have uh, two Jay-Z classics. You can either play 99 Problems or Hard Knock Life. Mm. Really? There's hardly anything more appropriate for I, this than, than I those I thought we two. might go with something a little bit more angelic, maybe a little more... Choirish. Well, you thought that you'd be totally wrong. Okay, <laughs> okay. You should think about either ninety nine problems or hard knock life. All right, fair enough. Lo- I love both of those, by the way. You get to choose, but you have to choose from those two. The significance <laughs> of this week's how to say it's obvious right from the beginning. Not only, as you just kind of mentioned, Dave. Not only does this player have two biblical names, one of which is shared by our Lord and Savior, but we're talking about this. Why is that funny? We're talking about this player just because he almost did something good. Almost. Yeah, that's the whole reason why we're talking about him, because he almost did something good. Sure. Gabriel is the first name. You want to trill the R a little bit, Gabriel? Fine. Simple enough. Why did I even bother taking this much time to say this? Now, the real reason why we're here is because we all heard it. We heard Robbie Earl. We heard Arlo White. Yeah. We heard even the Etihad PA announcer. That confirmed it. Jesus. Jesus. That strong J coming straight out of the NBC pronunciation guide is Kyle Walker's hand and your ears are Raheem Sterling's shoulder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Clearly there is precedent for this. Uh, can you guys think of another Portuguese name in the Premier League that gets a strong J where you might not normally expect it? Jose? That's right. Mourinho? Jose Mourinho. The problem is, and I was saying Portuguese, I know he's not from Portugal, but he's from Brazil. But he's from Brazil. The problem is, as usual, the English announcers saying that J, they say it so harshly. Jose, or Jose, J Zeus. Yeah. It's kind of like the pronunciation equivalent to the time when Michael Jordan grew that Hitler mustache. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's almost like they're just saying, what are you going to do about it to the rest of the world? <laughs> if you want to get really Portuguese about it, the J, the pronunciation of the, of the J is more like Ja. Ja? Yeah. So it's a little it, it, softer. So, uh, if you're not, so if you're not English, it'd be Ja. ja. A good, a good a good comparison would be the G in the or, word rouge. Okay. So, all of that to say, your newest Manchester City striker who, like a weak baby, couldn't even score a goal in nine whole minutes <laughs> is Gabriel Jesus. Jesus. Interesting. Looks like it's spelled Jesus. Yeah. 
And you would or, normally think in Spanish of Jesus. Jesus, that's it, right. But the Portuguese J is, is closer to the English J in that regard. In the, but it is not as heavy as the English announcers would have you say it. Right, right on. Very good. Hey, so this who's guy... Sadder, who's sadder to see a, a performance like that in nine minutes, uh, Ianacho or Aguero? Uh, both. Because this guy came on like a firecracker. Listen, he's just coming off leading his team, his old team, in the, the Brazil top league. And forgive me for not knowing it. I should know it. Um, but he played for Palmeiras, where he led them to the title. The Brazil season just got over in uh, in December. So he just now is coming to City. I think City bought him and arranged to buy him back in the summer. But he said he's going to finish out the season with his current club in Brazil. He led them to the title. This guy is a player. And he showed it <laughs> pretty yeah. quickly. I mean, maybe it just doesn't matter. That he, I mean, just because he's so young. But Ianacho's really not that much older than he is. No, I get it. And, and Ianacho's amazing. Ianacho probably is not happy to see what just happened. I wouldn't guess. Yeah. Moving on. We have been on that game way too long. Lots to discuss. Um, City has a great run of matches coming up. Yeah. An absolutely great run of matches. And if this was any indication of them uh, turning things around and finding some kind of new fire... Any of those guys coming up now could be a great buy. It's it's okay. Well, I mean, at West Ham, home Swansea, at Cherries, you got three in a row right yeah, now. Yeah, coming but up. at West Ham, that's not that's not uh, a cakewalk. I mean, maybe you got all the you got Jose Font coming into the lineup along with Collins. I'm just saying. I'm just saying Lanzini's on fire, and then at Cherries, I just don't think Cherries of them are good as, at home. Then I just got, don't think of West Ham as a, a defensive stalwart. To that's, stop that's fair. I know. Strong I know. Attack, I know. That's all. That's fair. Moving on. Moving on. Arsenal 2, Burnley 1. Scrotum Mustafi. Did I pronounce that right, Bryce? Close enough. Pretty close. That's how I'm saying it. Uh, he He's scored a winner. His first goal for Arsenal. Uh, it was canceled out by an Andre Gray penalty kick. There's a lot to discuss there. Yeah. Uh, more to discuss with the winning goal, Alexis Sanchez's penalty kick in the 98th minute for the win. What? A wild game. Absolutely. Burnley played their butts off in this game. You would, Yeah, you have to admire their heart. We, we admired Burn, uh, Bournemouth last did year. Not, Arsenal played really well, had many chances. Tom Heaton was being Tom He's Heaton. He's a stud. <laughs> that Jack guy. Heaton, six saves apiece. Tom Heaton was amazing. And Arsenal was pressing so much, which left them open to counterattacks, and Gray got his chance. Um, hence the, the seven, do you say seven saves, Brian, by check? Is that right? Six. Six saves. Um, hey, what a great game. I mean, I was, <laughs> in hindsight, it's a great game, right, Scott? I mean, I could have been, it could have been not a great game. So, our, so zero, zero at halftime. Arsenal scores one, uh, around the 59th minute. Mustafi gets a header. And if you're Burnley, it's kind of a, a soft play. In other words, Arsenal have had way more Better chances to score other than this. It's a corner kick. There's nothing special about it. Mustafi, no one really checks him that great, marks him that great. He gets a fairly easy header. And if you're Burnley at this point, you've played a great game. To give up a goal in such an easy circumstance is kind of a little disappointing. Gut punch. It is. It is a gut punch. Fast forward now <laughs> to the end of the – well, fast forward to the 65th, 65th minute. minute. Yeah, when Let's Granite Jaka mm -hmm. goes in 
with a two-footed challenge. Yes. He had just lost can, the can ball. You, he add, had the ball. He had had a great game, too. Can we add one little part to your sentence? Yes. J- jumped into a two-footed challenge. He, he lunged into a two-footed okay, challenge. Okay, I'll accept lunge. Um, he lunged and He did not, like, run, you know, like, two-footed, like, try to, you know. He lunged. He lunged into the, the challenge. And he was a little bit more reckless than Jamie Vardy's from a few weeks ago. Yes. That earned Vardy yes. a red. No, no, I, absolutely. I would agree with that 100%. He got a red card. Yes. He got a straight red. And this is always, he's had a historical problem with this. Correct. He doesn't show that much emotion when he's playing. So you don't necessarily know that he's maybe upset. He seems to internalize it a little bit. He was, I think, a little frustrated. He just had the ball and lost it around midfield and was trying to make amends mm-hmm. for what, what he right. had just created. And he got a straight red. And so at this point, the, the game sort of tilted a little bit yeah. back in favor of Burnley, who continued to press for their goal against the, against the Arsenal now, who's down a man. Xhaka, I think, leads the all five. Scott, did you have a, a stat on that? Oh, and the top five uh, European leagues. Right. Uh, Jacques, I think, has the most red cards of all of the top five European yeah, leagues. Yeah, over the past couple years. Like, no no one has more straight reds. Since the start of last season. Yeah, okay. No yeah. one has more straight reds than Jacques. Which, one every 12 Which we matches. discussed at the beginning of the season yes. when, when Arsenal signed him. He was looking forward to the, for, to the Premier League because he knows that they play a more physical brand. Yep. They do, but you can't do that. Now... It was interesting. Moss blew the whistle. John Moss, yep, who's uh, one of the softer referees in the league. Mm. Um, Wait, is that a is that a weight joke? Well, listen, I'm you know I'm I'm a little uh, you know <laughs> soft plus sized, and so you know <laughs> no, you're Moss not. and I have you know we have a little thing couple something similar common body there. types. Yeah, sure. So so Moss makes the call. And he looks like he's kind of – he walks over to the players and he's talking to them for a second. Kind of don't – I mean, you know a card's coming. Mm-hmm. I think most probably thought it was, a you know, a yellow. Goes over to the linesman, talks to the linesman, comes back and gives a red. And it, it I think, fits the narrative of the, the dark – Dark yellow, light reds, which we've discussed before in previous mm-hmm. pods. Scott, I know you hate this. You're rolling your eyes at me right right now. Mm-hmm. I get it, but it was it was on that fine line in that gray area of hey, is this harsh enough? Has he had enough? Like this was his first hard tackle of the game. Doesn't if there matter. was another hard tackle, this would have been a much easier okay card. Granted, okay, Brian, but, what was I doing? The whole time he was talking there, it was uh, something between uh, 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 like a nervous tick and a and an angry shake of the head. Closer to an angry shake of the head. It was it was like your development. This wasn't borderline. Yeah, it was a two foot. He he lunged. Your word. He lunged into a two foot tackle. Sure. It, it's a red card. You can't look at the result. He did. It's not kill, about the result. It's not about what he had going in his mind. One stud was kind of both studs. Don't count. You up. can't. Now you're counting studs. Well, I mean, well, I'm just back there in stud angle, whatever. Uh, exactly. It was a red card challenge, and he bottom got, line, hey. John def- Moss got it right after con- consulting with his line. I'm not going to argue the call because it was right there There's on the line. There's other plays we need to argue. It was right there on the line. Let's argue Anyways, the later plays. He gets kicked out. Coming down the stretch. Yes. Four minutes left. Don't throw your pen at me. I just threw my pen. Four minutes left in uh, regulation injury time. Burnley gets a penalty. Mm-hmm. 
on a Francis Conklin challenge. Kicked him in the shin. Yeah. It's it's a it's yeah. a penalty. It's, you could you could have not called it. No, Dave. But no, it's no. I'm not gonna argue. Again, okay. I'm not All gonna right. argue. All right. Right, like he could have not, the, he but straight up kicked him in the shin. But pretty much, be, be tougher. That's why they wear shin guards. Anyways, bottom line is Burnley gets a penalty in injury yep. time. Andre Gray puts it in. Andre Gray thumps slightly it in. Slightly cheeky, slightly cheeky. Yeah, not, not as cheeky as Alexis. Not as later. cheeky as Alexis. Fast forward three minutes later. Oh man, Arsenal gets a set piece mm-hmm. in the seventh minute of injury time. Yes, the last minute. It's pr- probably the last play of the game. And the ball comes in. Ben me. Kashelny goes to head it. Ben me <laughs> recklessly lifts his foot all the way up in the air and literally kicks Kashelny in the face. Yes. Now, penalty kick. Yep. One hang up with that mm-hmm. on the replay. Yes. Kashelny's offsides. Correct. Offside. So. Here's the thing. John Moss gets it absolutely right regarding the kick to the head. Right, sure. It's a, it was a penalty. It's only a penalty because the linesman missed the offside, right? Yes, that's right. I mean, if 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 John if, if the linesman offsides, puts his flag up, then that's not a that's not a. If the linesman puts his flag up and John Moss blows the whistle before we get to that point in the play. Yep. Then everything everything's good, but it's because the play continued. The kick to the head, John Moss. Gotta say it, he had a great he had a great match. Yeah. And that linesman was doing okay supporting him until the very end. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, it's fortunate for Arsenal. Here's another match where we're saying, hey, they kind of stole a couple points here. Honestly, they should have deserved had one. it. They they deserved the points. They deserved all three sure, points. Sure, I'll grant you that, but Granite Jaka tried to take it away from him, but <laughs> not the first time. Four match ban because this is not his first yeah. straight red. That's a that's a that's a big one. And Arsene Wenger, what's gonna happen to him? Pushing away Anthony Taylor in the tunnel. Yeah, Arson. Uh, you know, his face never looks like he's angry, really. But it's so true. I, it's a yeah, he it's a was good point. angry, but he looked the same as always. But here he is shoving with his normal. And it didn't look face. like he was like his. Yeah, like he wasn't like angrily yeah, at talking he, at the ref, right? He, at most, he only ever seems perturbed, <laughs> yeah, like, like slightly bothered. Almost like, like more like I can't believe you're doing that over there. Like a father well, who doesn't want to have that. to discipline his children. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But he'll go ahead and do it anyway out of it, it obligation. Look, it looks like like yeah. like maybe something got in his tea and he was just upset about it. Like, <laughs> like why would you bring me this tea? Like why? And then shove or yeah. bothered at bothered at someone else's children from a distance. <laughs> yeah. I think I like that better, Brian. Shouldn't be doing that. (laughs) Dave, did you write a a letter to anyone today? I didn't write a letter, but I had a a few, a few. uh, I wanted to have an Arsenal moment. Like, okay, let's talk some Arsenal. Okay, let's do it. Well, as of today, Arsenal find themselves in second place, and while that is nice, it is eight. Let's say that again: eight points behind leaders Chelsea. Now. What is interesting is this, with 16 games left in the Premier League season, the Premiership will probably be determined in the next four weeks, maybe three, based on Chelsea's schedule and the lead. Hey Arsenal, where's your bottle? Show me your medal. What will you make of this, Arsenal? 
It's been a decent season. Losses only to Liverpool, Everton, and City. Those are hardly bad losses. But convert those losses into draws, and you're right there in contention. So here are three things I believe necessary for a title run at this point. Grind out, give everything for them, the next four results. You need four wins, probably. Demand luck from the soccer gods. And three, pray for Chelsea's bus to crash. <laughs> That's what's going to be necessary if a title run is going to happen for We're Arsenal. We're not wishing that on Chelsea, just just to be clear. Well, the podcast won't, but I personally do. Okay. Just saying. Right. I don't want nobody to get hurt. <laughs> I don't want anyone to die. Yeah, but a few broken legs or something I'm That's okay terrible. with. Whatever. Wow. They have enough players out on loan. They can recall some of it. That's probably true and still win the league. All right, moving right along. <laughs> Liverpool 2, Swansea 3. Firmino's brace canceled out by Llorente's brace, or maybe the other way around. Gilfie Sigurdsson's goal, though, makes the difference in the result. Scott, Gilfie. first game of the day on Saturday. Yeah. Holy smokes. What a surprise. Yep. I mean, this First no ever one win. saw this coming. First ever win at Anfield. Correct. Good job, Swans. I mean, this win was technically historic for them. Yep. This hurt as a this had to have. I mean, as a Liverpool fan, tell me how this felt. Oh, it was. It was a. Speaking of gut punches earlier, it was exactly that. It it felt like it felt like the end. Certainly, the end of any kind of title talk for Liverpool. Mm. I don't think you can come through this point in the year. Looking and, and seeing that you've dropped points to Sunderland, you've dropped points now to Swansea, uh, Burnley. That that second match of the year still is kind of hard to swallow, despite what Burnley has been able to do at Turf Moor throughout the year. You don't drop points to these clubs and expect to win. I don't care what your yeah. results against the other top six clubs look like. Chelsea's in first place because they're beating everyone outside the top six. Yeah, you know they haven't. Yeah, they lost to Liverpool at home earlier in the season. They lost when to they Arsenal. Were, when they were pre-what pre they are now. Yeah, yeah. Lost to Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, lost to Spurs yeah. just recently. They're not beating the top six clubs, but they don't have to because they're beating the bottom 14. They're not tripping up against these clubs, unlike what we've seen with everyone else. I think they have like, they have like one or two draws. I mean, I, like them and they and Arsenal have the one. same amount of losses, mm -hmm. but... I'm pretty sure they have a, one draw for a all team year. that's as far ahead as everyone, uh, as far as they are. I, I was surprised to see that Liverpool was the top team entering the match in in minutes trailed. They they have trailed that, the fewest minutes of oh, wow. any team in the Premier League going into the match. 180 minutes behind. Now they're second hmm. to to Chelsea, probably Arsenal. Really. Arsenal has trailed for 183 minutes wow. this season. That's surprising. Uh, Chelsea is like fourth, probably because they're the beginning. The begin, they're beginning four. Or five yeah, and games. they've trailed, and so they, and some of those matches where they've trailed a lot of the game, I think, is just piled up. But they, yeah. but now they're now that they're on that giant win streak, they you know. But yeah. it was just a surprising stat to see that they. So not a, a this higher. was. This was a, the kind of match that tested every fantasy owner's patience. Uh, did you stick with Gilfie? If so, you were rewarded with a goal here. First time in a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he on, scored two games ago, but, I mean, other than that, but yeah, it had been yeah, a, a good very, dry spell. Very, very little. Uh, <laughs> Roberto Firmino. So, 
Uh, In a segment we like to call, let's revisit the Liverpool midfield situation for the uh, 8,000th time. Well, here's the funny thing. So I'm the guy. I'm the guy in this podcast who's been saying, keep the faith with whoever you have. Yeah. Yeah. It's all going to balance out in the end. Uh I did it this weekend. I sold Firmino for Coutinho. Oh, I man. I finally sold Firmino. You got burned, man. And here he goes scoring two goals this week. On fire again. Hey, stick with your Liverpool midfielders, whoever they are. Let it's me going ask to this. Out. So, Adam Lallana, uh, weeks fifteen to nineteen, he goes seven nineteen three nine six. Yeah, everything is roses for him. Now he's gone one two and two. Yeah, two of those. Three were against Sunderland and Swansea. Yeah. He has run 13 kilometers in four different matches this season. Yeah. Four of the top five distances covered by any player uh, were covered by him for the season. Is this going to catch up to him? Slash, will he or Klopp adjust to this at some point? I don't know, but I've been playing him. <clears throat> and I'm, <laughs> I think he's due. I'm hoping he's due. The last three, his last three games, a one, two, and two. Yeah. But before that, obviously, Brian listed his good scores. Yeah, I don't think he adjusts his style. I don't I mean, think I, so yeah, that's what I mean. I, I don't I think, think he I, just goes wide open, man. I think that's who he is. I think you'll see him like you know in the first tie of the third round FA Cup. Uh, you know, they had to play two matches there. In the first match, he came on. Um, it was you know he was on the bench. He came on late to try to get the win at home over uh, Plymouth Argyle. Um, I, I think you'll just see him not do that kind of thing anymore. Okay. You know, he won't be available for the cut. He may or may not play. Honestly, he's probably going to have to play in this midweek in the second leg of the EFL Cup semifinal. That's a big match. You're you're one win away from playing in a final. Yeah. So I think he plays there. And then maybe he won't play in the FA Cup over the weekend, making him available for next midweek. That's probably fair. When the Premier League returns. So I think they'll just kind of manage his minutes maybe a little but, bit more. But when he's on there, he's going to be wide open. Klopp loves him. I mean, if he's healthy, he's in, the, so. he's in the lineup. Rightfully so. He's, yeah. a, he's a catalyst. Yeah, I agree. And he, and honestly... He's been durable. You, for the you, most part, he's been pretty durable, too. Sure, yeah. You, you, those stats about his, his kilometers are, are amazing, Brian. And and I think it's no coincidence that Liverpool's little bobble here in form coincides with Lalana's bobble in form. I don't think that's any coincidence. It and, also, and the absence it also of, could be the fact that Sadio Mane is the not absence there. of Sadio Mane. But I think most would argue that Mane leaving. I mean Liverpool. I mean Scott, you said it before, brother Matt's bragged upon it that Liverpool's deep enough that losing Mane shouldn't be a hiccup and problem. But it has been. Here's the thing: they have the guys, but I think what we are seeing is that Liverpool definitely has a preferred starting 11. And that includes Firmino, Coutinho, and Mane as your three-headed monster up front with Lalana behind, Henderson and Wijnaldum in the midfield as well. I think that as your six yeah. is is the best performing six for Liverpool. Yeah. They can in, they've got other bodies in there they can interchange. They've got Chan, they've got Origi, they've got Sturridge, but the results drop a little bit. I, when when that lineup is when not that in. six is that, not. Yeah, playing. it was like the worst thing to happen to them, losing Mane. Coutinho, right when Coutinho, Coutinho comes Coutinho, back. Right, well, Coutinho's injury. Yeah, and yeah. even now, so so he plays thirty minutes against United. 
subs off early, subs mm-hmm. off before 60 minutes, which is Kill brutal people. for yep. people that brought him in. Yep. Because like he starts. Correct. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and then to only watch Firmino, who's get a brace. who goes ice That's cold, brutal. you know, to come back and score. Yep. The thing is, I, I just wonder, just for Coutinho's sake, the next eight, I mean, well, they're basically alternating between tough and not tough. Home Chelsea at Hall, home Spurs at Leicester, home Hart, home Arsenal, home Burnley, at City, home Everton. Like wow, it's not a great eight coming up for them. Wow, to the point that I I wonder like well, what's going to happen in the rotation and if and if Lalana and Firmino might be. I, it's hard not to think those are the guys that are gonna. I mean, Firmino is There's, the only guy that doesn't seem to ever come off. Yeah, no, that's right. It's so funny how the narrative changes from week to week. Yeah, and it? their title challenge and that is, for them will be. Let's revisit. We already this. said this for Arsenal and Chelsea for the most part of the next three weeks. Yeah. Starting this week, and then in two weeks you get Spurs again. Assuming that at Hull you get a result, that's the season. Yep. Assuming you want the title, right? Now, obviously, let's say the title top four is still. The, let's say the title's the out of reach. Obviously, yeah. now that there's a, there's a chase for the top four. But the next eight weeks will determine Liverpool's season because you're playing all the all the uh, the other yeah. top sixteen. Especially since you mentioned City's schedule is not that hard. No. So and City, yeah, be... City has a really good run coming up. They, so the Spurs. But after this eight is when it goes all green again for Liverpool. They finish the season. Yeah, yeah they finish the season with a, a, a strong run of matches. But by then, I don't know if, if it matters. Yeah, uh, this is the cheapest that Gilfie's going to be. He's seven point two. Okay. So many people sold him. That's I think I would guess this is his bottom price. He's only five percent owned. I feel like that's there's something wrong about that. Mm. Gilfie's uh, the Swansea's upcoming schedule. I'm not sure it's even worth mentioning, but I'm going to do it. Southampton at City, Leicester at Chelsea. Not, not super easy there. No. Um, and Yorente has got to be the most frustrating striker. He does nothing for so many matches, but this was his third brace of the season. It's weird. If he scores, it's going to be a brace. It's going to be in six pairs. Per the Premier League, for per fantasy Premier League, six people triple captain Urente. Wow. For this match. I mean, there is no logic to the triple captain. None. Pick anybody. <laughs> triple captain them. Our advice is literally anyone who is going to start on a given day and play your triple take, captain. Take a big life size bingo card, put it on the ground. Yeah. Yep. Put your cat. On the card, yep. And whichever square it poops on, yep. that's your triple Pretty captain. Much. Done. Stoke one, Manchester United one. A Juan Mata own goal is canceled out late with a nice Wayne Rooney free kick. A very historic Wayne Rooney free kick. Congratulations to him. Yeah, two hundred fiftieth goal for United. And I mean, what a way. In injury time, in the fourth minute of injury time. I mean, this is another result that probably, I think there was one more minute left in the game. But for the most part, that was the last kick of the game. Yeah, that definitely was. And for him to smoke that free kick in, it was amazing. And it just, you know, to his credit, he has been a historic player. Number one, playing for a top, you know, a top five club in the world, you could easily say Manchester United, mm-hmm. for the last 12 years, you're not going to see many players in the modern era now do that. 
Probably. Yeah. They're going to maybe jump around. I mean, so credit to him, have 250 goals there. I know that, like, in the last year and a half, he hasn't, you know, been starting. His role has changed. He's not that crazy old. But, I mean, Ibrahimovic is older than him. Rooney is right short of 30. He's 29 or 30. Uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong. 31. Rooney, so, so again, I was wrong, obviously. Thanks for the correction, Scott. 31 years old. Ibra's like 34. So Ibrahimovic is older, but Ibrahimovic, I think, probably takes care of his body a little bit more than than Rooney does. I'm not saying that Rooney's... Uh, Rooney's there's so the, much there. The fitness level <laughs> is different. Rooney's looked... He looks, he looks terrible when he's he, playing. He, I mean, it just... There, he has to play eight minutes. It's a different mindset. Anyways, but kudos to him. He's yeah, one of the sure. greatest players in, in, in the English, English I, I'm history. I'm not saying anything about his career. He looks terrible now. This yes. is a great way to say goodbye to Manchester United and hello to China. Yeah, yeah. If you're him and you can get Chinese money in the offseason, I'd do it. Um, why not? Why not? Uh, too bad, Lee Grant. Nice try, man. Yeah. He Seven al- saves. He's good. You hold the clean sheet. Yeah. Good job, Stoke. Lee, Lee Grant can play for me any putting day. The, putting the lid, shutting the garage door on the goal, yeah. and then can't keep out Rooney at the last second. He almost, uh, uh, he almost uh, bungled a, a a free kick uh, with Snod. Uh, no, not Snodgrass. Shawcross. Yeah. With Shawcross as well. That didn't look so good, but it, it worked out okay. Manchester United. Their upcoming schedule, Hull at Leicester, Watford at City. The next three games look like clean sheets to me. Hmm. I love Phil Jones at 4.9 billion dollars. Yeah. I think that the next three weeks, you very possibly you're looking at three clean sheets, and that's six or seven points respectively for Phil Jones. And, again, he's their cheapest defender, and I and he'll be playing, in my opinion. He's, more, at he's 4. cheaper 9. than Rojo? Yes. Rojo's five, I think. Pogba, I think I still, I still, and kind of listen. He last three weeks he's had three, two, and two. Before that, a seven and a ten. I still think uh, he or, uh, Grant had a couple, at least two saves that Pogba made him produce. Yeah, I'm thinking about one in particular. He struck it cleanly. Yep. Grant was Grant was, was an amazing save. save. Pogba's going to be okay. I like him at an eight point five. And then of course Ibrahimovic. If he's not starting for you, Six I don't know what's going on. Six week scoring return streak snapped. It's true. Now he looked timid. That was a little bit. It, it seemed maybe at, the, at uh, least at the beginning. I felt uh, like he passed up two chances. His pass. Yes, to, he, he he passed to Mata yes. when he should have shot. He passed he, up I don't at know least why. two he, good chances in the in the first half, and one of them was for what should have been a sure goal. Uh, sorry, Mata, you did not have the best game. No, Juan Mata. Sorry, bud. No, Juan Mata, in fact, uh, we are going to give him our Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week award. Yeah. Not only do you uh, score an own goal, but also, I mean, you it's, it's one of those where we've said in the past, it's harder to it's send harder it to over miss. the bar. It's harder to miss. Than to put it in the net, and he it's amazing. Ibrahimovic should have shot it, but passed it. Juan Mata completely debroinked it right over. Right, that's fair. Yeah, sure. Hey, for Stoke, there's two players for Stoke that it's worth consideration for me. Eric Peters. Yeah. Who almost. Yeah, we talked about him last Well, week. he created the own goal on Mata this game. Yeah. Um, 4.5 and then Badillion Dollars. I think 
listen, he continues to get into scoring positions and make things happen for Stoke. Stoke has not been bad Stoke recently. They get a draw here. They probably should have won this game if it wasn't for one moment of brilliance from Rooney. Peter Crouch, Brian, who did not score this match, but the yeah. three games prior he scored, he is still at a seller $4.8 billion. That's a deep points for pound what you're getting yeah. there, especially over the last, you know, since he started over ride the last the few weeks. Ride the wave. I don't know how long it's going to last, but there's no one finally, else there. They finally have gotten some stability up front. They they know Peter Crouch is going to be playing up there. Before that, you had no idea who's going to be yeah. playing up front. With since Crouch has been the guy, they've been a much better much better club. Yeah. All right. Crystal Palace nil, Everton won the lone goal in this one coming from Sheamus. Coleman. Curse ye! Sheamus. <laughs> All five Everton defenders in the lineup getting clean sheets in this one. This was uh, this was a home home uh, match for Palace, but Everton had all all the chances. I mean, it, it seemed that way anyway. 17 shots, 8 on target. That's stunning. Yeah. What's also stunning Valiant is... effort from Wayne what? He was decent. Seven saves. Surprisingly, he was That's decent. A lot of saves. Yeah. Well, he That's had probably a lot the most saves that Wayne Hennessy ever had in his career. Well, he faced Seven quite saves. a few shots. Hey, if you like Coleman and Baines. I don't like Coleman. I hate the. I curse him. May your obituary be written in Weasel's Piss, Seamus. <laughs> <Shamus. laughs> That's what I wanted. I knew there had to be a Seamus curse. <laughs> Sheamus is sixth in defender score. Yeah, he is. Six. One of why his last five weeks. Six, one, six, twelve, fifteen. And the resurgence over the last few. And Baines, six, seven, He's eighth. Six, seven, fifteen, six, and six for Baines. Everton, Scott, yes. Kuman has gone to a four, a three, four, three. Yes. A la Chelsea. Correct. And it's and working. They, uh, yeah. I'm it tempted is working. to say. And this is now the second week. Again, I'm, I'm on this, this defender. Hey, where can we find value? Mm-hmm. Said it last week. Holgate started again. Now, Holgate likes to play a little strong. He's gotten two yellow cards in his last two games. But he's gotten two clean sheets as well. Mason Holgate, $4.1 billion, is now starting in that 4 or the 3-4-3. That means Coleman and Baines are getting up the field and they are getting in scoring chances and they are thriving. I'm tempted to say get back all in. On the Kuman train. Really interesting. Their upcoming schedule. Amazing run. At Stoke, Bournemouth, at Middlesbrough, Sunderland. The weirdest stat of the day. I'm going to say this again. At Stoke, Bournemouth, at Middlesbrough, Sunderland. Crystal Palace's upcoming schedule. At Bournemouth, Sunderland, at Stoke, Middlesbrough. It's exactly the same, just in a different order. Interesting. That is mind-blowing weirdest stat of the day. (laughs) They have the same upcoming schedule. Uh, Martin Stecklenberg was healthy. Oh, no. but It's the same thing as last year. Robles is in there. Yeah. Robles has, has... Started two years in a row now as the backup and has beaten out the starting goalkeeper in both years. I mean, he is good. He makes great saves. Yeah, I don't know why he's not well, playing. I mean, he did. He play. is now. Don't tell, don't tell me about it. 
Lukaku did not get. <laughs> Fair enough. Lukaku did not score, but he's still a great own. He's a nine point six. I don't know why he's so cheap. He was one of the most transferred in players for the week. Eight two. I think a lot of people expected probably him to probably to do something. probably. And going forward, he's a great own. Like well, like I said, already you know at Stoke, Bournemouth. Do we have any Russell Belgian Hill. curses? For when Romelu Lukaku does not score, I don't know. Maybe we should. I will look him up. It's Pr- funny because last year all the you know the, all the rage was Liverpool or not Liverpool uh, Leicester's style of play. You know, basically soaking up the possession from yep. the from the opposition and then and then breaking on the counter and winning that way. That was that was last year's method. Yeah, sure. This year between Chelsea and Spurs and now Everton, it's all about the. the Three. Well, and you have to have the players though too. You have to have the to, players to get, to get forward. But to be able to, you know, play this three four three formation, this is this is all the rage this year. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's it's the teams that, like I said, Tottenham and, and uh, Everton and Chelsea that they've been 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 able to. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we should happen. keep moving. I don't think Crystal Palace is this bad. It's just they are proof of how much the relegation zone can suck you down if yeah. you're down there at that bottom half of the table. Yeah. It's crazy. They've got better players than this. West Brom 2, Sunderland nil. The goals coming from Fletcher and Brunt. Yeah, Brunt. Chris uh, Brunt hits Rondon, her boy, Dave. Rondon had a clear oh. straight into the goal header that Matt Phillips, for some reason, cleared <laughs> off the line. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Matt Phillips? <laughs> what I mean, that's a great question. I, I have no idea what he's doing. Uh I don't know. I don't know what else we can do to pump up West Bromwich Albion. Uh, I know they didn't. The guys who you Matt Phillips is the guy. Yeah. Matt Phillips doesn't doesn't get the scoring return, but Gareth McCauley gets the assist. Chris Brunt, who we've can't stop talking about, Laser. gets a goal. Uh, Chadley back on the scoring sheet too with the assist uh, in the match. Get West. I don't know why you don't own two or three baggies. And Ben Foster, Ben Foster, three saves, clean sheet. You're back with Ben Foster again. West Brom continues to have a great schedule upcoming. The next five, at least, are matches that are, if not winnable, there are plenty of goals that can be scored there. And if they can't, and clean sheets, possible. And those three, Phillips, Brunt, and McCauley, seem to always be around on the score sheet. Yep. Whether assisting and or scoring. Uh, not like this is breaking news or anything. You could still play some sort of a breaking news type sure. sound. Sunderland might be in a bit of trouble. No, no, not might. No, they no. are in trouble, especially yeah. with the latest news. No, I just news. don't want to be I just don't want to be so definitive about it. The latest news. I want to give them a little bit of your a, boy, Brian. There's no hope. No, there's not. Your boy. Uh yeah, that Patrick Van Onholt uh could be Moving, moving to Crystal, to Crystal Palace, Palace, joining back up with Big Sam. Yeah, which would be a gut, uh, a gut shot for Sunderland as he typically David is Moyes saying a couple weeks ago, I know we didn't mention it, just that, that it doesn't seem to matter who, like they're, they're not going to bring in anyone that's going to matter to them in the relegation battle. This is probably over for them. Probably. Which is probably bad for Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, which well, maybe. I mean, I feel like he's sort of he's sort of has been bulletproof. But Brian, you All might right, but- be right in the fact that if their form begins to slump, uh, he, he might be one that 
that he 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 might start slumping as well. well someone's got to give him the ball, right? I mean, he's got to get. But if yeah, he's not getting it, yeah, he's not getting it. That's what I'm. Yeah. Where's they the mo- where's lost, the motivation going to come from? They had already lost three starters to the to the African Cup of Nations. Yeah. That they were hurt worse by the tournament than any other Premier League, so and they're probably going to lose. They're probably going to lose Papi Giloboji yeah. as well yeah. because he decided to punch somebody in the stomach or oh, something like that right. in the 86 minutes. So he's charged with misconduct and is that facing a four-match ban. Yep. yep. So not good in any sense. And then they have to play at home to Spurs this week. Get your Spurs in there <laughs> this week. It might be a big, big game. Middlesbrough one, West Ham three. Christian Stuani for the Borough. Up the hammer! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Andy Carroll scores two. Jonathan Cayere. Man, Brian, I thought a hat trick Andy Carroll was going to be back in full form. We almost got there. Hat trick Andy is no longer a member of the Zlatan Time Fantasy Premier League team. No. That's my teammate. <laughs> Andy Carroll was sold this week. Stupid, stupid, stupid. What are you Pure doing? Pure bargain. 6.2. I don't know. I, I just don't know. Andy Carroll, Scott. Yes. You love Slavin Bilic saying that Andy Carroll had whiplash. Yeah. So the <laughs> the thought was that it was whenever he did his, uh, his overhead kick. Yeah. It was not... Billage said it was at the end of the game, not when he scored the scissor kick goal. Uh-huh. So he, for a second there, it looked like he had a bit of a knock, and it was a slight doubt. But for gee whiz, sec- no doubt about two more goals from him. Wow. Hey, for a second game in a row, West Ham said Payet who? I know. Yeah. Uh, who cares because about They have rallied around this. Because they, Their locker room's better locker room probably. Mark Absolutely. Noble has rallied the – Troops is Andy Carroll, I think, has a big part in that too. His uh, presence. Also, Antonio, another assist for him this week. As you, he's but always, always getting on the score sheet. You, since guy. you don't believe in him, ever since you stopped believing in him, he's been amazing. Don't stop believing. Uh, I'm talking about Lanzini. Yeah. No, Go Lanz- ahead. Go ahead, Dave. Lay it out. No, I Lanzini. have Lanzini in my notes right here. $6.3 billion. His last three games that he's kind of came in as Payette has moved out to nine and nine. Hello, 88, Lanzini. 88, 86, and 90 minutes played in the last three. Yeah. Two assists, a goal, two bonus points in the last two matches each. Yeah. He is 0.4% owed. 0.4? Yeah. That and let me just say this. The Premier League also said this week the fantasy Premier League fantasy Premier League statistics department let us know that eleven of the top fourteen scores this week came from players who are owned less than ten percent. Wow! In the in the that's why fantasy Premier League, <laughs> honestly, wow. that's why scores were down. Overall scores were down. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, I mean, we said it a couple weeks ago. West Ham's schedule. I mean, they play home to City this week. Who knows what you're going to get I there? Mean, come on, whoa, 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 yeah, home to City. What? All you got to do is put a shot on goal and it goes in. You're playing against Bravo and the poorest. Now, the problem is you can't hardly get the ball from City. But when you do, just get a shot on goal. It'll go in. Yeah. You're playing against the poorest Claudio Bravo. Home to City at Southampton, home West Brom the next three. So not the best possible things that you could get for West Ham. But 
West Ham's schedule after that continues to be really good. Yeah. My personal advice, go ahead and get into Carroll now. He's due to get hurt soon. Maybe. Southampton 3, Leicester nil. The goals for the Saints coming from JWP, J-Rod, and Brian's boy, Dusan Tadic with the penalty kick. Yeah, man. Uh, Leicester sucks. Yeah. Leicester sucks. I mean, hey, come on. I mean, come on, guys. This is a surprise. And this definitely isn't a surprise to me, as I've called for the relegation from the beginning of the year. Brian. You might be right. Let's let's talk about Virgil though. Uh, he does not get the benefit of the clean sheet uh, going out with an injury. Yeah, ankle problem it seems. Yeah. So uh, Virgil Van Dyke leaves. Uh, gets actually injured in the fiftieth minute. Gets stepped on weird with Jamie Vardy. Uh, Jamie Vardy, who now trails Andre Gray in forward scoring for the season. Interesting. Andre Gray slumping, this week. slumping, wow. slumping. Uh, he doesn't leave until the 54th minute. The We could talk about this. We were going to talk about this in an, a short injury roundup. But the the way the way that they're talking about it is that it looks more, more likely that he would miss the uh, EFL Cup game yeah. midweek than he would miss anything next weekend so he's still probably I mean, it's something worth watching but it's not serious enough that they thought he would miss anything more than the midweek match but for a team that ha- doesn't have much else to play for bigger than than this yeah kind of hurts them especially because you just lost font yeah uh in there i know the premier league has said this a couple times maya yoshida is one of the bargain defenders that are available right now at 4.2, and he's the guy who's starting. For, for And now for Font. He's starting. He's started the last seven or something like yeah, that for yeah. them. So he's ex- exceptionally cheap, and their schedule still is not terrible. So somebody, sure that's to, our somebody first to keep. Maya Yoshida reference this season. Yeah. Maybe it's a little late. Yeah, right? a little I'm bit glad late. Glad you brought him up. But Maybe, but I mean, Southampton hasn't had. Great results. Not well, I mean, but, and they haven't had any players worth. In neither win, Southampton and, or Leicester right, have any is, players that I want fantasy wise. <laughs> We've said it forever. I see the zeros on yeah, this is a Zero. goal explosion for them. It's true, and it's been and they they've had winnable games prior to this where they've scored nothing. So at Swansea, uh, home against West Ham, and then at Sunderland, Southampton has has clean sheet potential. It's true in the it's next fair. three, if not, and but it's all going to come down to scoring. Can yeah. they score goals? Yeah. J-Rod starts and gets the goal, but Shane Long does create the penalty kick opportunity for Tottich off the bench. Bournemouth 2, Watford 2. This felt the most like an NFL exhibition game in the Premier League that I think I've ever experienced in the month of January. How exactly do you mean? Just didn't feel like it was necessary to play. Just give each club a point and let's save the ninety minutes they of just our time. Wanted to get out of there quickly. I mean, no, I mean the the players played. It just felt pointless to watch. Mm. Uh, Bournemouth's going to end up tenth. Watford's going to end up eleventh. Let's just as soon as as soon as Watford scored the goal, all fantasy relevance <laughs> for this game basically because the other Bournemouth defenders now lost the Cabasele. Cabasele scores. Britos with the assist. Yeah. So guys that are owned a combined like 0.2% yeah, sure. overall or scoring score and yep. they kill the Cherry's clean sheet. Yep. Uh, Adam Smith gets an assist on one of the goals for Josh King. What are you going to do on him? <laughs> Benic Phobie super sub scores for them too. Yep. It just didn't, it's like 
hardly anyone. I just, I, uh, no. Adam, Adam Smith has owned close to 10%, and he's second in assists for defenders on the season, hmm. second to Kyle Walker. But it's not – but it's all – it's Charlie Daniels. It's Charlie Daniels. And and even even in the fact of starting Charlie Daniels in his last five games, one 12-11, one and one. So you literally are getting double-digit scoring, or you're getting jack crap. Yeah, they are not clean and, sheeting anybody. So and I mean, if that's what you want, I mean, some weeks it's going to pay off, and then some weeks you're going to get nothing. Yeah. He's not a bad own. I don't own him currently, but I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to fault you if you want to own yeah. him. Dee scores, uh, and then. Holobos picked up his tenth yellow, so he is now suspended. It's amazing, amazing. But only one of those affects a Premier League match. Brian, what do you got for that injury roundup? It's a short one. Howdy, partners! It's the injury roundup. <laughs> yeah. We already talked about a couple of the guys. Toby Alderweireld uh, looks like it's not serious, uh, so it was subbed off at the 65th minute as a precaution. Says Pochettino. Tight hamstring doesn't look so bad. So so keep an eye on it, but he should be back next week. Although I wonder with their schedule if they don't take the take the long view with it. Hmm. Uh, we mentioned Snodgrass. Marco Silva said that it was a small injury in the knee. Nothing special. Hmm. Hopes to have him available this weekend and hopes to have him available at all. After the trip, he's getting, this trip. He's, getting he's going probably somewhere, but we'll see. We said Virgil uh, doesn't look terrible. Uh, Angelo Ogbana is the weird one here. Uh, Ogbana for West Ham had season-ending knee surgery, so he's done for the year. Oh, so it's weird because Slavin Bilic this week said he uh, he's been playing with this knee he's been playing with this knee injury all season. That they've that it's something that he's needed to have done since basically since about mid season. Wow! But they've asked him to keep playing, and he has. So hence he the had, reason for them going to get Font. He had knee surgery. He's done for the year. Yeah, Font is going to be the guy that yeah. slides in there sure. to replace him. It was just weird that I feel like it reminded me a little bit of the Manchester United drama with Chris Smalling and yeah, and uh, what's that other boy, Luke Shaw? Yep. Just that they, you know, the the questioning of a, of the toughness of certain players and whether or not they'll play through injury. They, all these guys are playing through something. It mm. sounds like. Yep. But Ogbonna, was his was serious enough that he needed knees. Mm. That's it, really. All right. Yeehaw. Well, yeehaw. Check out our website, fantasysoccerfc.com, later this week. We're going to compare the Premier League season to the NFL playoffs that are currently going on. Right Interesting. Now. Interesting. I can't wait for that. All right, listen. Again, we've made it to the end of another show. For David, this is for this is David, for Scott, for Brian, for me, and for whatever you, for us all. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>